Hey, y'all. Um, so I have some explaining to do <laughs> because I have not recorded a podcast in literally, um, I'm gonna say like a year. Literally the last, the last recording that is on my, <laughs> my little inventory list or whatever you want to call it is the one with me and Eric and life is definitely not all about him so (laughs) hey y'all I'm just coming back to say something and I thought that I would make a podcast today because I thought that y'all would want to hear my voice so um I guess we can catch up (laughs) we can catch up for about a minute and I really want to get into what you know God has placed on my heart or what I want to talk to y'all about today so Y'all already know the deal. In my podcast, listen, this is my podcast. You're going to get what you're going to get, and you're not going to throw no fit. So if you hear some background stuff, okay, you know, have grace if you hear me typing. You hear some pages flipping. Just, you know, worry about yourself. But keep listening, because I love you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot has been up, y'all, in that year. So after me and Eric made that that podcast that we made we ended up getting remarried y'all we did so our anniversary is actually coming up next month and it'll be a year that um we've been remarried and it's been beautiful it's been a learning process we've been growing and um I just love what God did in that it was a mess for a long time y'all y'all know that because y'all y'all seen it on social media y'all heard it through people like don't act like y'all didn't know my business y'all heard it through me (laughs) so it was a mess but you know I just thank God for turning it into something better I thank him thank him for turning it into a testimony and not just you know a sad story so um yeah what else so the healing project is doing amazing um I have successfully uh started the healing project publishing company and shut it down in the same year because it's not for me i love writing books i love publishing my own books and yeah i can help other people write and publish their books but i'm on book 10 now and i don't know like it just comes second nature for me to hurry up and do it for me but when it's coming to do it you know for someone else it's a little bit different because i see the vision how i want my vision And I can't necessarily make myself fit, you know, everybody else's vision or then make me fit, you know, theirs. So, yeah, close that down. (laughs) It was cute while it lasted, though. And I made some money. Um, What else? Girl, we got this healing project conference coming up literally February 26th. Um, And people are buying tickets. People are buying tickets. They're $15 off this week. So, if you want to come and hang out... um, you know, go on my site, jessiecannon.com slash events, and it'll be a good time. Um, if you don't want to come, that's fine, too. I love you still. <laughs> but I really want to get into why I felt pulled to come on and make a podcast today. I want to talk about, like, fights, like battles. You know what I'm saying? Like, have you ever had, like, a spiritual battle or a battle or a pull tug struggle in your life? Because, baby... <laughs> I'm going through it right now. Um so it's like those weird fights. You know, like random people start falling off from you. You have to 
start growing in a different direction like you gotta walk away from stuff like people are acting crazy your money acting crazy your car acting crazy your job acting crazy your family treating you funny and you're just like like lord i done been in fights before but this one don't make sense like you gonna have to explain this fight to me like why has my life become so difficult in the physical you know and in the carnal you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want other fights before you done fasted and, and prayed your way out of some. But some of them seem like they sticking a little bit because it's different. You know what I'm saying? So I just really had to sit down and ask God to explain. Lord, explain. Lord, explain. Explain. Like, make some sense of this fight. Because this one don't make sense. I don't understand this fight. Why are people treating me this way? Why are people talking about me like this? Why are they looking at me like this? When have I ever given them any anything to make them feel like I wasn't operating in excellence or that I wasn't um, displaying God or Christ or being kind at the very least? Like, what have I done to make people think that about me? And... God was just like, nothing. You haven't done a thing. <laughs> and so he gave me two things. And I don't know if you're going through this or if you've ever even been in a season where the fight just didn't make sense. Um, but the good thing is that God tells us that we can inquire in his temple. I believe that is Psalms 27, Psalms 24. Read both of them just in case. But David says that um, we can inquire in his temple. We can ask him what's going on. You know, we can ask him about the mysteries in, in the spirit realm and find out what's going on. And so that's what I did. I asked him, I said, you have to make some sense of this fight. Um, and he, he gave me two things. So um, hopefully it helps you like it helped me. So the first thing was he reminded me that these fights are not physical. Um, and we know that scripture, we know this already, but sometimes we kind of get on autopilot because we win the last fight or we passed the last test and, you know, we're kind of just flying off the, you know, victory of our last fight and, you know, we're in autopilot, but, um, trials are to come again. They come again because God has to continue to grow you and increase you and elevate you. If you stayed in the same place all the time, then you'll probably be like, yeah, this trash. I'm not making no progress. I don't want to be here. But understand that it's nothing that you've done and it has everything to do with the spirit realm. Um, the Bible tells us, this is Ephesians 6 and 12, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you real quick. But it says in the New Living uh, Translation, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. So God just had to kick me and remind me like, girl, stop tripping about what's going on in your physical because you already know it's some spirits behind this stuff. It's some spirits working in people, even if they're not working in people, influencing people to treat you a, a dirty way, to, to plant seeds and thoughts in their head about you that you've never even given them, you know, the experience to validate as truth. Um spirits are always working the one thing about the spiritual realm is that they never go go to sleep <laughs> they never go to sleep my mom um 
my not my mom my auntie she used to tell me like when i would have problems she used to be like reesey they call me reesey <laughs> reesey have you ever heard of the devil's funeral i'm like no she was like and you're not gonna hear about it because he's not dying he hasn't died until jesus comes back and ends all this mess he ain't dying he gonna keep working to the very last minute and so when i think about that i think about the spiritual world always going always turning always moving and so i can't take things personally you can't afford to take things personally if you know that it's not anything physical that you've done that you know that there are spirits out there that don't like you well none of them don't like you and the devil's plan is to kill you whether he can do it mentally first emotionally first and then physically whatever order he can get it in he don't care he wants to kill you and he wants to take you out and so i said god explain to me this fight he said number one is not physical so stop taking physical offense stop taking it physically personal stop doing that girl this ain't got nothing to do with you and your body your hair your shoes your clothes nothing i've got nothing to do with you this is a spiritual fight and so i'm like okay that makes sense um but go deeper like keep explaining to me because if this is such a spiritual fight why the spirit's so mad at me all i do is raise my kids i clean my house i go to church i i feed them i you, i mind my business y'all if y'all ever met me in person y'all know like i'm goofy i'm funny i laugh i'm gonna hug you but other than that i'm gonna mind my business listen if you don't want to tell me anything please don't you don't have to and so i'm like lord why why and so he just shared with me and i didn't know when i was going to be able to release this but i really felt a release and a peace to share this today but the reason why your fights are so weird the reason why some of your fights don't always look the same the reason why people come out the woodworks and hurt you and make you feel some type of way is that you're a leader you're a leader god reminded me that i am a leader and i don't know if you're out there listening but if, if your fight's been weird <laughs> like oddly weird in this season like you're a leader there are many different fights that leaders have to face because we have to be able to speak to many different problems from many different areas so no it's not always going to be a financial struggle maybe somebody breaks your heart or maybe they don't break your heart maybe it's church hurt or maybe it's not church hurt maybe you get sick you know that leaders are attacked more because they're held at a higher standard because they have more influence because god wants to push and use them more so i just wanted to share with you that you're probably a leader which is why your fight is a little bit stronger um and if you don't think you're a leader <laughs> i wrote down a, li a list of things that can help you identify like am i a leader um if you have any of these things in common with me or with with this list you're probably a leader so um i made out a list of like 10 things so number one leaders often never come from an easy background so think about your background how was your upbringing um even if like me i had a two-parent household and um we looked really good but the generational curse of depression was passed down to me and my sister and my brother um so it was hard for me as a child because i was a weepy child like people thought that i was happy all the time but honestly i can remember being five 
and just crying because I hated myself and I didn't know why. Um, and so as I grew up, that that has never been easy for me. So my background isn't easy. I've been through a lot of stuff. I walked away from God and it hasn't been pretty for me. So um, my background ain't cute. Uh, <laughs> number two, um, you're often overlooked initially, but I will say often overlooked. Um, when people call for somebody to come up to the front or when they or you put yourself in the back so that you're overlooked. Um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but this um, is something that happens. Think about David. When David um, came to deliver some meals to his brothers when they were about to fight, you know, Goliath in the army, um, they were like, who wants to come fight Goliath? And they were about to pick somebody from the regular army. Not David. They overlooked David because he looked incapable. So um, you might be a leader if people, if you know you're capable, but people don't think you are. Number three, um, you physically carry yourself well. So leaders, we know how to listen, dress it up and make it look really good. Like, and it's not that we're faking. We just don't like to look like what we go through. Um, and I believe that God needs that in a leader because you're going to get hit so much and in many different areas and angles. He don't need you to look like what's hitting you or what's burning you or what's hurting you because you have people attached to you that need to see that there is a God that's covering you and restoring you. So um, you carry yourself well. I like to look good. I like to keep my hair done. I like to do all of this stuff. Um, even when I'm around people, like I don't like to come around them all sad, even if I'm having a bad day, like I know how to put it together and I carry myself well so that um, other people can see the grace of God on my life. Number four, um, leaders know they are called, but they have to serve. <laughs> this is the one I don't necessarily like too much because I like being in my bed. Um, <laughs> but leaders have to serve. In order to be a good leader, you have to know how to serve. This is what keeps you humble. This is what keeps you submitted. And this is what keeps you disciplined and accountable. And so if you are in a season of serving right now and you're like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of serving. But people keep calling on you to serve. People keep... Um, God keeps pulling you in a direction to serve. God keeps pulling you in a direction to speak to random people on the street. You know, you're probably a leader because God needs you to serve. Number five, you are good at multiple different things. So like me, I'm good at writing, but I can also sing a little bit. I can also dance a little bit. I can paint a little bit. Um, I can do nails. I can do hair. I can dress. Um, I can do a lot of things. I love crafting. Um... I'm good at talking. I'm good at a lot of different things, which makes it hard for me to zero in on the one exact thing God uh, wants me to do. Um, so the enemy will use that and make you confused because you'll be like, oh, I just I love doing so much stuff. And I, I just can't pick one. And I don't know where to settle and all of this stuff. But calm down. Stop. Ask God for wisdom. Ask him to guide you to one place because the enemy will use that to confuse you and cause chaos, whereas God will use that in connection to your service. So you never know where you're going to be called to serve. So you're going to need to be good at multiple different things, which is an aid in your humility and discipline. Number six, leaders know how to fight. Listen to all my fighters. If y'all grew up fighting, 
<laughs> Listen, if you grew up on the back of Bus 57 getting write-ups because you was throwing bows, I'm talking to you. Also, I'm talking to the people who knew how to hurt people with their words without even having to lay hands. That was me. I will hurt you with my words. I'll make you cry <laughs> before we have to actually square up because leave me alone. I have too much on you for you to even come up against me. But thank God for grace and for saving us um, because leaders have to know how to fight. Remember we said make some sense out of this fight. After he makes sense out of the fight, he's still expecting you to fight it. So we have to be able to stand strong, to stand our ground, to use our words, knowing what the word says and use it against the enemy. Thus says the Lord. The enemy is so scared of that. He is so scared of it is written. And so use your words, stand strong, stand there like you ain't, um, like you ain't scared. Listen, stand there like you ain't about to lose this fight leaders know how to stand and fight to so think about your past can you fight are you slick with your words like what is it how, how you fighting if you a fighter you probably a leader number seven okay this one people are jealous of you and you don't know why Y'all, I've had people jealous of me who have more money than me, who dress better than me, who look better than me, who have better relationships with me, who have more access to resources than me. It's because people are attracted to the anointing of God on your life. If they understand that it's the anointing of God on your life, then most likely if their heart is lined up with God, they'll submit to that. And I'll probably want to partner with you or they'll speak good things over you. But the people that don't understand that it's the anointing, they don't just not like you. They're jealous. You could have scraps. Listen, your car could be repoed. Listen, you could be at your lowest and they still find a way to try to bash you and not like you. It's because they're jealous. It's because they're jealous. Um, number eight. Leaders only succeed when they're being themselves. So do you have a hard time being yourself? Or are you just that one that's like, look, I'm going to be myself and that's what it is. That's something that you want to think about if if some of these things fit you as a leader. Um, when, when they sent David out to fight Goliath, they put, they put their army's um, armor on him first. And he was like, yeah, no, nah, this ain't going to work. Take this off. I'm going to need a smooth stone and, and I'm slingshot and knock bro out. And it worked because he did what he knew he could do. Stop trying to be like everybody else. So if the enemy has been pulling you and you've been struggling in the area of comparison, um, you're probably a leader because the enemy doesn't want you to be yourself. He knows when you're, you, when you're yourself authentically and deeply to the core that you're dangerous. Number nine, you're not popular at first. <laughs> so you probably know you're a leader um, if you've had a season of loneliness, when if you've been kicked out of something or somewhere, if God has called you to sit something down and walk alone for a season um, where, you know, people don't know you, where you're not popular, where you're hidden. Um, it is in that place where God cultivates us the best in the hidden areas. Um, he wants to elevate us, but he needs to incubate us to a point to where when we're exposed to the elements, we will be protected. Uh, we will be safe. We will be ready. Um, so I just want y'all to think about that. Are you lonely right now? 
Are you lonely? Are you going um, in, in, a, in a season where people are not really fooling with you? Y'all, I felt like I was going through that season because I'm really promoting this healing project conference. But then Sarah Jakes goes and she posts something. People buying her out. <laughs> uh, Kiara Sheerick does something. People buy her out. And I'm just like, Lord, why can't just be popular? It would make it easier. It would make it easier, you know, for me to sell tickets. Nobody knows me. This weird little girl from Milwaukee. Um, that most people probably don't even know or like. <laughs> but he's like, in the hidden areas is where I'm cultivating you. Um, I never know where God will take me. And so doing these events and meeting with people and treating it like it's a million people, I don't care if it's one, is what's cultivating me to be disciplined and to be humble um, and to be willing to serve, you know. And it helps you not depend on the validation of other people. Not being popular helps you to depend on God's validation and not what they have to say about you. So most leaders are not initially popular. We have to get used to people not liking us because they don't like Jesus. They're not going to like you. <laughs> so don't live and thrive off of the approval of other people. And the last one, people dislike you. Um, I don't like this one. People dislike you, even those that are secretly uh close to you uh not secretly close to you but close to you so i'll explain it this way there can be somebody close to you that stays close to you because of the light they see you carry but they don't really like you they want to reap off of your benefits they want to reap off of your anointing your grace um your power your oil they want to reap off of all of that but they don't even like you so don't be surprised if someone close to you or someone you thought had your back breaks your heart. Even Jesus had a Judas. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to share that with y'all real quick. This podcast went way longer <laughs> than what I expected it to be. But I just wanted to remind you if the fights seem weird, if they seem unfair, if they seem out of the ordinary, <laughs> out of the ordinary um then remind yourself that this fight is not is, is not physical it's spiritual and then number two remind yourself or even think deeper on the fact that god may be calling you to lead i do want to close with a quick scripture um it's first peter 4 and 12 um and i'm reading out the king james version because it makes me sound deep no i'm just kidding um <laughs> it says beloved thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though something strange happened unto you and the next verse would be verse 13 says but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of christ's suffering that when his glory shall be revealed you may be glad with exceeding joy which means when you ask God to make some sense out of this fight, he's going to say, think you're not strange. It's not strange that weird stuff is happening to you. It's because you decided to partner with God. It's, just, it's because you've decided to partner with Christ that the enemy is going to throw every fiery arrow from every direction, from every person, as many as he can to attempt to wear you down. But if you stand firm, his glory shall be revealed within you. I also want to give you 1 Peter 5 and 6 that says, and this is New Living Trans Translation. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. So as you're going through this season, 
stay humble. I know you got some people you could tell off. I know you, I know. I know you got I know you got some tea on people that will take them out, make them delete their Facebook page. I know you do. I know. <laughs> but I want you to humble yourself. Because as a leader, as long as we remain humble, we remain usable. So I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for listening to this here podcast, even though I've been gone way too long. I'm going to try to be more regular. I'm not going to make no promises though, girl. But if you do want to hear from me every day, you can sign up for daily devotionals. You can go to my website, justseecannon.com and hit the button that says subscribe me, enter in your email and every day. And I mean every day you will get a devotional from me with the scripture in it. Um, and a little bit of background along with, you know, a personal story connecting it and hopefully connecting it to your life. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I hope um, wherever you are that we get a chance to connect sometime in the very near future. All right. Love y'all. Y'all have a good day. Bye.